Denver's Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan presents Stokely and Zach. It's been a very up-and-down season for the Colorado Avalanche. If we were just obeying our eyes, and when I, when I say this, like if we were just watching this season alone without any context of last year, and it was just in a vacuum, would we still have Stanley Cup aspirations given what we're seeing? To discuss that and more, our dude, Scrappy Will Peterson from DenverSports.com. Welcome back to the program, my friend. What's up, fellas? How are you? Doing fantastic, Great man. Friday. Stokely's uh, doing a victory lap from Trivia. Yep. And we are in the final hour on a Friday heading into a three-day weekend. Vibes could not be higher. I've got a nine-day weekend coming up. So what? I am... Uh... You're on that Wolfie? You got that Wolfie? <laughs> oh, man. You're joining that also. I started working here a year ago oh, okay. next week. All right. And this is my first week-long vacation. So. Okay. Congrats, man. You've Thank done you. it. In all seriousness, you've done a great job I since coming that. on board. I mean it, too. You and the entire digital staff are absolutely shredding. But I am going to Cancun, so I may see like half really? the nuggets down there. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, Cancun. Well, uh, bachelor party action. I, I, I think, bachelor I, party I think, in Cancun. I, I think yeah. now it's probably more. These guys probably going more like Cabo over Cancun. Why is that? Why you say that? I, Cabo Cabo is a little bit probably a little bit safer. And, oh, okay. And, oh, a little, little bit, little bit more, <laughs> little, little bit more upscale. Okay. You know, okay. I think Cabo is more the, the the higher end place now that. I, I, a lot of these guys would go. Well, okay, to. we're going to Playa, so that's gets a little better. It's like yeah, an hour outside okay, Cancun. Okay, okay, there okay. you go. I mean, uh, I got to punch back a little on that one. All right, all right. Um, going to Playa, <laughs> going Playa back. del Karma. I what have, is it called? I don't even have a frame of reference, yeah. dude. Playa del Carmen. I go there down. Go. I go down a Rapahoe Road and go home. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you think of um, my framing of the Av season that's been up and down without the context? If we're just watching this season in a vacuum, yeah. Um, would we be talking Stanley Cup? I think so because they have two of the five best players in the world. And both those guys, while they've missed a little bit of time, neither's missed as much time, obviously, as like a Gabe Landeskog. When you have Kel McCarr and Nathan McKinnon, you're in the conversation. Just like when the Oilers have McDavid and Dreisaitl, they're in the conversation. So I'm with you. Part of the reason they won last year was because of the depth and the Kadri's and the Nachushkins and the Burakovskis, et cetera. But still, when you have two of the five best players on planet Earth, you have to be part of the Stanley Cup chatter, and that's where they've been all year. So, no, I don't think our expectations should be should be any less just because of all the injuries because they just have way too much talent on the top end. <sighs> injuries, where, where we're at right now with, with that and, and how the, the Avs are, have been playing, I mean, what's, what's ultimately you know, your expectations going through here and – and, and hoping that they actually, you know, get into the dance. I mean, any scenario in your mind where they, it's like they don't even make the playoffs? That win in Minnesota the other night was really big. It's huge. Because you get outshot 43-19, yep. and the night before Vasilevsky stole one for the Lightning, and Georgiev went back for the Avs 24 hours later and stole one for them. He stood on his head up there against the Wild. So I, I, I just think they will get in because they're too talented. You brought up injuries, though. I do have three updates for you guys. Okay. Kale McCarr is going to make the trip to St. Louis tomorrow. Huge. That's, that's news in the last hour. Pavel Francouz is going to be out about three weeks, though. Okay. So now you don't have a backup goalie for the next three weeks. Jonas Johansson's up or whatever. He may have to play a game or two, but... Annanen? You talking about Yusef Annanen? No. Oh, no? No? Yes? Drew's saying yes? Uh, no? I thought it was Jonas. Oh, okay. I don't know. There's... Okay. They're they're both Eagles guys. Okay. They're two different Eagles guys. So, yes, my bad. One of those two guys will be up here, although I still think I got it right. And then um, – <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Well, Scrappy, he's being a little bit scrappy today, right? You know, he's coming back. He's not, letting you, he's not letting us just roll all over him. I like that. I well, can okay, taste that strawberry it. daiquiri, Stoke. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Uh, and then the big one is that Landis Cog will be back in Denver soon, um, and we'll start skating when he returns. The only thing I'm hesitant on that is how long has Jared Bednar been saying, Landis Cog's back soon, back soon. Been hearing that for a month. Yeah. Once we get the cell phone video of Gabe over at Family Sports, I think we'll all feel a little bit better on that. Will Peterson from DenverSports.com live in studio. What are your expectations uh, this weekend 
you got the all-star break here in the NBA. Jokic is in the all-star game. Bones Highland in the Rising Stars game. Some interesting quotes coming out from Mike Singer, the Denver Post. Um, and then, ultimately, Jamal, post-all-star break. Yeah, Jamal's the big one to me because we heard Malone say the other night that Jamal doesn't have confidence in the knee. Where have we heard that before, guys? Yeah, all last year. All last year. It was about confidence. Now, obviously, this is the other one. It's not the surgically repaired one. But is it a little here-we-go-again with Jamal's mental state as opposed to potentially physical stuff? That scares me the most. Uh, Jokic is going to win a third MVP, which is very exciting. And on the bone stuff, guys, I'm getting this close with bones like I am with Melvin Gordon. I don't really care what he has to say anymore. Let's just stop putting a microphone in front of the guy. The Super Bowl stuff with Gordon was exhausting because he did absolutely nothing to be there, and every single person had to talk to Melvin. And I understand why Mike talked to Bones today. I get it, but I'm kind of ready to put the Bones thing to bed because all Bones really does at this point is talk. He was the ninth best player on the Nuggets. He had to go. They traded him. Let's move on with our lives. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. Um, Just last one here, Will, before we let you go. Your, your expectations here, a post-All-Star break for the Nuggets. The Durant thing is terrifying because how Nuggets was that? Mm. That we're all sitting there going, wow, the West is going wide open. They're going to win the West. And then at 11 o'clock the night before the trade deadline, Kevin Durant's going to Phoenix. Like, come on. That is the most Nuggets thing to happen to the Nuggets. Now, that doesn't mean they can't win the West. But, guys, I am going to be watching the standings. I think it's beneficial to the Nuggets if Phoenix can get up to the three or the two. You don't want to play them in the second round. No. That would be such a buzzkill. So uh, I still think they can come out of the West, but I think you're just being a Nuggets homer if you're not very terrified of the Durant, Booker, Paul, Ayton, Phoenix Suns. Yeah, they're they're going to be a very, 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 very big problem if they're all healthy when it matters most. I just wonder, do they have the runway to figure it all out before everything's on the line. Putting your hands in and saying, hey, let's all go be great and win a championship. If, if it happens, it'd be the first time I've ever seen it happen. But, it, you know, I mean, at a certain point, you're going to have to beat some good teams. Sure, you know, it's like, it's, like sure. it's not going to be easy. It's not supposed to be no, easy. Supposed and to be. You want it. We we want it as easy as possible, right? Well, and, and, but, like, it's not. It's going to be tough. It's going to be difficult. And you're going to have to beat some good teams. But, Stoke, we're talking about the Sacramento Kings as a three seat. Yeah. The no, West is you. way I'm down. With, I, I'm with you. I gave I'm you that you. over. Gave you that over in the preseason. Sacramento. Yes, yes, you did. The but freaking did. three seed. I, I've said oh, this before. Boy. I couldn't name three Sacramento Kings. Oh, I can help you. Sabonis. Kevin Herter. Fox, Kevin Herter. The red rifle. <laughs> basketball rifle. Herter. Okay. Yeah. Those Harrison aren't exactly Barnes. household names, though. Yeah. And they're, they're the three seed in the West. The Nuggets should win the West, or at least they should have until Kyrie Irving. Hey, you know what? Blame Kyrie. Because if Kyrie just stays in his lane, right, right, Kyrie right. and Kevin are still in Brooklyn. Yeah. So this is all Kyrie Irving's fault. Kyrie does not have a lane. Uh, that 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 I know to be true. Yes. Um, okay. Have fun in Cancun, Playa, Playa, Playa de Coma, and hopefully, Coma? Coma? hey, hopefully, Carmen. Carmen. Hopefully we see you uh, after it's done. Um, and if we never see you again, it's been great getting to know you. <laughs> oh, okay. my so God. Have fun wow. down there. Wow. Okay. My pressure to come back alive <laughs> just <Wow>. ramped up. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> we'll from Denver Sports. Don't bother me for the next <laughs> nine days. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about this? How about this? This is fun. Uh, the Athletic put together tiers of NFL franchises in the Super Bowl era. Where do the Broncos rank? Hang tight. It's next. You're listening to Stokely and Zach on Denver's Sports Station. 104.3 The Band. No. Wow. Unbelievable. Wow. Looks like Tiger's going to miss the cut by one. And he lipped out. He, he hit an awful second shot. It plugged in the bunker. Great bunker shot. Right off the green. Chip. And it lipped out. Probably. Probably. Now the cut changes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so but probably will miss the cut by one. That's a shame. He bogeyed the last couple holes. Um, that That's a shame, but. Been Gosh. fun to watch them on the weekend. Hopefully, hopefully you can sneak in. Hopefully it goes. That'd be great. One. But if you're like the executives uh, for ESPN and ESPN oh, you're Plus, crying right now. Like, oh my gosh, that you, you wish crying. you put a magnet in the ball and just right. force it in. 
yesterday, um, mm. yesterday I Rory went. Rory just said, take that. The baby face killer. Bam. It's a great nickname. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yesterday I went on like a little two minute rant about artificial intelligence. Oh gosh, yes. That did. I think, yes, yes, that I yes. think you're going to think of like a thousand times I, I, over I, the next I, year. Yeah, right. I, I got it. Here, can it. I give you just another one? Uh, no, no. Please. Oh. Okay. Uh, make it quick, snappy. Didn't you tease something else? I did. did we'll you get tease to it. Artificial intelligence. <laughs> okay, we got to get to the tease. You know that, right? We, yeah, That's we're going to pay it job off. If you're running the show and you don't ever pay off your tease, we're we always. Okay. All right, let's go. We're going to get to it. Um, quick, quick. The uh, the the streaming world is uh, combustible and non-sustainable. Everyone's got a streaming service after uh-huh. COVID. Everyone, ESPN, WWE, Peacock, Apple TV, HBO Max. Everyone has a streaming service. Right. Guess who's making money? None of them. None. It's not sustainable. How, how can you not be making money? Like how can Netflix not be, be, be making because, money? Because because what do you have to do if you have a streaming service? You have to build content. You have to right. uh, have studios and directors and pay big-time actors and run these shows. And the dividends that they're seeing, it's not as profitable as you would think. Right. Bob Iger is the president at Disney. And in the last earnings call, he's like, yo, something's got to give. We're bleeding out with Disney+. Plus. So what you're going to see is Bundle City coming soon. Just put that in your back pocket. Bundle City. Yes, multiple streaming services that can't survive alone but ah, have to bundle. Like Netflix and Hulu? Yes, you're kind gonna, of type of um, deal or in, something like in that? In 2023, you'll start hearing rumblings about major conglomerates joining forces just in order to survive. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, I thought you were going down the AI thing again. No, no, this no, no. It was just rant. another, yes, just to get it oh, off my chest. Okay, good. That's what we're here for. We, we want to be here for you, for your non-sports content on the sports show, just to get whatever you need off your chest. Not everything's on the mark, but I would like to think that m- most things are interesting enough to share, even if a minute uh, at a time. Usually, that- yes, usually you do a good job. Sometimes it's a little bit longer than what it should be, mm-hmm. but usually it's very educational, and we yep. walk away better than we were before. So, okay. good job. The Athletic put together a piece, and it's uh, the writer. His name is Bob Sturm. He's been doing this for over two decades, putting together point systems that evaluate NFL franchises during the Super Bowl era. Okay? okay. So so the point system here is if you win the Super Bowl, that's 11 points. All right? So the Chiefs just this, this past year added 11 points to their – Total points since the Super Bowl era began, which was like the late 60s, I'm pretty sure. If you if you appear in the Super Bowl and lose, so like Super Bowl 48, Broncos made it to the Super Bowl and lost, you get five points for that. If you make an NFC or AFC championship game, you get three points for that. If you make the playoffs, you get one point. But just to be clear, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. They get 11 points. They don't collect every single point along the way. They just get the 11. Gotcha. Make sense? Yeah. Okay. So there's four organizations in Tier 1. Try to guess who they are. Four organizations in Tier 1. Well, They're titled the heavyweights. This you is got Super the Bowl Patriots. Era. Bingo. You got the Cowboys. Bingo. The Steelers. Bingo. Um, You're three for three. Packers. Close. 49ers. Ah, yeah. Got to be the 49ers. Yep. So yep. that's the okay. heavyweights. All right. Then you have the light heavyweights division. There is five teams in it. Try to guess who they are. Oh, okay. Packers? Yes. Um, light heavyweight division. Um, Broncos? Yes. I mean, because you look at the two Super Bowls and you look at the what the three losses or the three Super Bowls and the three or whatever losses. Yeah, I think it's it four losses. Four yeah. losses, yeah. Um, so, okay, we got. Uh, Man, it may be five losses. Didn't Elway lose three Super Bowls? Three. But the but the Broncos also lost to the Cowboys in the seventies in a Super Bowl. Craig Morton in seventy seven. Yeah, Craig Morton in seventy seven. But they also lost Super Bowl forty eight. So they're they're getting points for all that. Right. Right. Okay. Well done. How about the Giants? Good guess, but no. Dang it. Good guess. So but you got no. the Packers, That's... the Broncos. Good guess, but no. I hate hearing that. That's insulting. Um, Commanders. No, but good guess. I just said I hate hearing that. I know. It's not a good guess if you don't get it right. This is we're it's not a, giving all slices. We're not giving, it is. No, just tell me bad because guess. Because there's just, reasoning just be behind real it. Just be with me, tell me bad guess. Just you bad didn't say guess. like the Vikings. I wouldn't have said Right. Okay. 
Um, I'm, I, I, let me just look at the teams real quick here. Okay, so because ah, stinking uh, Steelers. I, I already said this. Too. I, I'm, I'm so confused. Good guess. How about, how about the Bills? How about the Bills? Bills. That's a, actually a really good guess, but no. <laughs> All right, I'm here, done. Here, here I the quit. Here, Thank you. Here are the tier two. So we just gave you the tier oh, ones, and this is based on a point system. You get 11 points if you win the Super Bowl. You get five points if you lose in the Super Bowl, three points if you appear in a championship game, and one point if you make the playoffs. I mean, didn't the Bills lose like four in a row? Like That they should did. be bonus points, right? Was it four or five or six? Like You, you know. It's like the dynasty right? that never was. Right. What's more many- impressive, seriously, serious question, what's more impressive, getting to a Super Bowl and winning one, like the Packers got to the Super Bowl and beat the Drew Bledsoe-led Patriots in, like, 96? Yeah. What's more impressive, that or going to four straight and losing all of them? Going to four straight and, and, and losing all of them. I mean, like, just take the losing out of it, but just going to four straight. Um, and, and they did lose all of them, obviously, but that, that's... <laughs> so hard. It, it is. It is. It, it, so hard. So hard, and it's like one missed kick. Like Norwood misses that kick. Right. It's like if that goes in, you're kind of the Braves of the '90s. Like at least you won one, right, of these one. great teams. Yeah. And then, and then you get back and you run up against like a dynasty in Dallas, who won three in four years with a Hall of Fame quarterback, Hall of Fame receiver, a Hall of Fame running back, Hall of Fame D end, Hall of Fame left tackle. Uh, here's the tier two: it's Packers, it's the Raiders, it's the Broncos, it's the Rams, and it's the Chiefs. That's tier two. Okay. And they actually have the Raiders just a tick ahead of the Broncos, which is crazy. Um, But based on this point system, it's true. They said winning Super Bowl 50 pushed the Broncos past the Packers into sixth place for a time and right on the heels of their hated rivals in Oakland, but they have not made a playoff appearance since. It's an impressive resume for a franchise that missed the playoffs in each of its first 11 seasons of the Super Bowl era. Since then, the Broncos have attended eight Super Bowls and famously lost their first four trips, going three and one since, then has, uh, that has pushed them up the board the past two decades. And although the near future is awfully uncertain, the Broncos have definitely made their mark, end quote. They certainly have. Okay. Happy Friday to you. You made it to the weekend. Tiger may not. Tiger may not. But but we did uh, we here did. on a Friday. Okay. Almost. Almost, man. Stinking. We're, st- we're not there yet. We got to finish strong. We got to finish strong. Where are we at when it comes to Draymond Dr- Jones and the decision the Broncos have to make? Take a dive into that conversation. This is how we do it. It's Stokely and Zach on Denver Sports Station 104.3. <laughs> we got our dude. Guess who barged our party today? <laughs> Coming to get his fan mail. Look at that stack of fan mail. A, y'all hyped it. I thought it was a lot of fan mail. I mean, dude, there's got to be tw- over under 24 I and a half letters. Raj said it's number two in the building behind Stink. Like, yeah. Where, where yeah. are you at? Where's, no, no, huh? no. Nobody wants, nobody wants to interact <laughs> no, with me. No. When they're here for him, they're protesting outside. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Brock, you heard. Can you just do the rest of the 30 minutes and I can just go home? I didn't know he came in. I thought he did the show from home every day. How often do you come in? Oh, I'm every God. day, and unlike you. You're a grinder, huh? That's right. Yeah, oh, right. holy. We got Brock Heward in studio. Um, Which of you two was here every day this week, grinding? Uh, um. This guy right here. Somebody took a day off um, because it snowed, or maybe it was either it snowed or was like he had to get that Valentine's Day gift that he ah, forgot. Yeah. It was one of those two. Sick, sick kid. Do we get the uh, sick, sick kid? We already had yeah, that, already and that it too. turned out that he actually went to the mall. <laughs> anyway, at home. Brock Heward of Brock and Salk, Seattle Sports, <laughs> picking up his fan mail. So, like, you, you got to come in here. Yeah. Um, I have to ask, man. So, like, we haven't talked to you. Uh, we you joined us uh, every week during the football season. Football season's over, so we haven't talked to you in a couple weeks. Um, we covered it here pretty closely. The Russell Wilson charity thing. Um, yes. I'm yeah. just curious because you do, still do radio in Seattle and are extremely connected with that yeah. community. You were a quarterback at uh, Washington. You were, of course, teammates with Stokely with the Colts, and. Um, but you're you're extremely tied in that community. What was the response from the criticism? Not good. Not good. 
Not good. Not, I think probably similar to the reaction you guys felt in social media realms and, and people that interact with the show on text. And you could see his tweets, right? I mean, it was clear as day. I mean, usually when you're a star of his power with a Q rating of his Q rating and an equity that he's got, usually social media, you will certainly get the negative chamber, but you will get a lot of people coming to his defense. Oh, yeah. Did you? It was not that way on social media. It was like, hey, man, are you this tone deaf? Like, are you are you listening to the reaction? And this was your response? Yeah, the response was it would that that, that did not help. Uh, no, no, no. It was it was doubling down. And as Salk says, like you got to be careful in these situations, right? Because there's other there's a lot of other media that, that keep an eye on that stuff, you know. And you guys had what was his name Jason Wolf that wrote the article. Yeah, you guys had him on your show. Yeah, uh, he's he's not out on a vendetta. He's no, not trying to tear no, down. He's not. No. He did his homework for years and years and years on lots of those guys. Who many of them, and Stokely, you know this from former teammates, they think, oh, I want to run this foundation. I want to, I want to jump in. I want to do all this work. And then you get into it and you're like, oh, oh boy, this is a, this is a full-timer. Yeah. This is a full-timer and this is going to take a lot of my energy and I am not equipped to do this. And then you surround yourself with people and you're ultimately responsible. You're ultimately the one that signs the checks. You're ultimately the president. And yeah, it was not a, it was not a positive reaction in our market as it wasn't here either. Brock, uh, you know, you mentioned. Uh, I will say though, Stoke. Uh-huh. Sorry. No, you're good. He looked. He looked lean in those videos. He did. Now. He, he definitely did. did. We talked in, about in that, that picture. He looked, he looked like. Well, he remember has who lost. he's. Remember who he's like bugging to the point where Drew Brees like enough, dude. And I bet you Drew Brees said to him, "Hey, bro, because remember Drew in his later years, like his last five years." I mean, he looked like you. You remember how lean and mean and veins and there you go. Yeah, I mean, Drew Brees Machine. was yes. Why are you looking like that, Zach? <laughs> are you looking at like an old Google image? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but that is as but honest to goodness, that's as lean as I've seen Russell yeah. in ten years. Wow, wow. ten years, really? I, wow, honest, honest, his face, I love, I mean, that's a great thing. thing, right? I mean, obviously, yes. like he's putting some time into it because uh, yes. he had bulked up a little bit too much last year. Yeah, and I bet you, Drew said, "Hey, now listen, Russell. As you get older, here's the deal." You you know if you want to emulate me and and you think you want to play till you're forty these eating habits and this stuff and he works his butt off but you have to be I mean once you you guys know are you thirty yet Zach am I thirty thirty five his hair have you seen do you see the gray is he thirty I could run for president Brock holy cow is he thirty I'm turning closer to forty I'm actually turning thirty six within the next month so yeah I'm getting up there so you know your metabolism those things change yep it does he's thirty four thirty five and I bet you Drew said to him if he's been bugging Drew about Sean Payton as much as they allude to that Sean alluded to it and Russell then I guarantee you, Drew said, hey, bro, like you got to lose, you got to lose body fat. Yeah. Like you got to get lean. You got to get mean. Your athleticism dips. Look at Tom. Heck, look at Peyton, how hard he worked at it. Look how hard Drew. Look at those guys that extended their careers. Your body, you, you've got to start treating it like a temple and you've got to get leaner and meaner. And he did. The, uh, the one guy we were talking about, uh, Trevor Moad. Moad. Like his guy, right? The, guy, yeah. the one guy that you talk about that could actually tell uh, Russell Wilson, hey, Stop doing this. Like, don't do this. Don't yep. do that. Um, you know, he's no longer with us. He has passed away. Yep. Uh, do you think that uh, Sean Payton, in a certain roundabout way, could take over yep. that role? Like, you're not buddy buddies, but like, hey, Sean Payton could be that guy to just look at, like, go going past the meeting room and like, hey, Russell, come here. I need to talk to you. Like yeah. that, that thing you posted, yeah. take that, that. No, that's what are you doing? That's stupid. Do you think Sean Payton could be I, a little bit of that guy? I, I think he has to be a lot of that guy. I think he's got the uh, wherewithal to do it. I think he's got the contract to do it. I think he has all the power to do that. And what was what was his line in the press conference? We need to be a lot more about being anonymous donors yes. than we do uh, front of the line, like exposure, look at me, guys. So I think it will be pretty, pretty telling this month of February, this month of March. I mean, these videos are we seeing a Russell. How much of him is, oh, look at me. Look at my workouts. Oh, look at my Super Bowls that I'm riding on my shoes. Oh, look at – or do we see that toned down a little bit? And has it think, been a little bit less? Or, uh, has yes. it been a little bit less this offseason or up to date so far? I mean, we really hadn't heard anything from him. Nope. And then he posted the video about the foundation uh, stuff. But, like, he's been pretty quiet, he right? He has, okay. yeah. It'd be interesting to go back and compare and contrast. I mean, you guys got so much firepower here. Just have one of these amazing producers. They go just ba- kind of sit back there, go, Brock, go, go, and just look at each go, other, and they, they they can't wait for trivia day. That's all they do. They wait for trivia day, and they high five. And they're like, "Yeah, we got it, 
write twos. Like, can you do a little research for us, bro? I don't know. No, sorry. I'm trying to give you some love back there. Have them go back and look at February of last year. Look at February the year before. Look at February the year before. I know this. It was February they went on with Dan Patrick. Yes. And put his line on blast and threw them all under yes. the bus and ran over them and forward and backwards. So I bet you, was, if, yeah, it, my, my perception of my gut without the detail is this has been a little bit less. The way it is a little bit less. These first little indicators of a new sheriff in town that's telling them about how things are going to get done here and how you're going to listen to me. And oh, by the way, after this last year, your ears better be wide open and yeah. listen to everything that I want you to do. Yeah, hear. this is a bit of like I've, I've equated to like, remember you used to get the, uh, the, the trial run, of like AOL, a disc, you get 40 hours free. And then after that, you got to pick up this uh, uh, a subscription. Yeah. Like, it, does Russell get the subscription uh, picked up because he is on a trial run of 17 games this year? Yep. Yeah, and I, and and you don't even have to wait till September. You know, I I think the evaluation is February. I think it's March. I think it's April. Is he going to come wearing his jersey to training camp next year? I don't Ooh. think so. Uh, will the, that was so bizarre. Will the post-apocalyptic truck uh, be driven into <laughs> yeah. the with, with him? You know, I don't think so. And, you know, I think in February, March, and April, how much is this stuff toned down on social media? How much do you have to be an influencer? Do you, still have to, do you have to do all this? Inf- let your play be the influence. And that's where I think you're right, Brandon. I think that's where a Sean Payton, for the first time in a long time, it got out of whack in Seattle, right? You had three different coordinators. He had 10 years with Pete. They had all these mountaintops, all these ups and downs. And, you know, you come here, and last year he was telling Nathaniel Hackett, in the organization, how it was going to be. Yeah. So this is a little bit of a fresh start. And as you said, uh, certainly a huge evaluation of whether or not they subscribe fully. Last right. one for me here, Brock. Um, do you think all the extras changes a lot, a little bit? Um, you know, I, Sean Payton was asked about it. The question was kind of framed a little bit different. Um, all the extras as far as, as physical office, therapists. Office, mm-hmm. um, you know, just, just the, the access yep. to the building yep. during camp. It's going to be different. Those, it's those, out. Yeah. Out. All of it? Like, I, think, I think a lot of it's going to be out. I mean, what, about, just, what about, like, um, how about this one? And I don't know if this happened, but I think I, th- I think it did. I, I'm not 100% sure, though. Like, you know, you got four or five extra seats on the plane for your your – your, your masseuse, your mm-hmm. PT, or whatever, and we're, you know we'll take care of the hotel rooms also mm. at the game for you. Mm. Like, what do you that? I think I think you got a new sheriff in town, yeah. and, and once again he, he can look back and go, hey, "Hey, man, last year didn't work, and you're not in Seattle anymore, and you're under my watch with this ownership group, and no, we're not doing any of that." And I don't think Jake Heaps will be a problem. I think he will be just fine being on on the outside working with Russell and doing all that stuff. He won't be around. It's training camp. You're going to see their people, and that's fine. You're going to see Sierra and the family, and they're going to be engaged, and that's fine. Sure. Are they going to be running in and out of the building? Is it going to, is it going to be running around like it's Russell's house? Mm, no, I, I would anticipate some significant oh. changes in that yeah, way. Yeah, I, I, I agree don't? with you. Oh, no, I think there'll be changes. I, I don't know if it's all gone or if it's just curtailed in a certain way. Five years, $90 million deal. Like. Who's, right. the sh- who's the sheriff? Yeah, yeah. No, no doubt about it. I, but I, but you still, look, we're trying to get Russ to play at a high level, right? And Russ is still your quarterback. And, and Russell I, played I, I, his best like, the final two weeks with an interim coach telling him right. this is the way we're going to yeah. do things. But I, I still think also you treat certain people a little bit a little bit different. And yeah. everyone's treated the yeah. same, right? You know, I, look, yeah. I mean, you weren't treated the same as Peyton. I wasn't treated the same as Peyton. Um, so not everyone is treated the same. There is some... Tom Moore didn't know I was left-handed, Brandon. Okay. We'll, we'll leave you at that. <laughs> hey, uh, Brock Heward, one half of uh, Brock and Salk, uh, Seattle sports uh, out there uh, in Washington. Congrats. I saw you guys were named one of the best uh, morning shows in the country. Um, you were right next to Stink and Mike on that list as well. Uh, we were lucky enough to get put on that list last oh, week yeah, as well. One of the yeah. uh, uh, uh-huh. uh, top twenty-five um, or top twenty midday shows in the country. Yeah, uh, very proud of that. You should be too. We love having you in here. Were you in front of Mark? Or Don't be strangers. Mark? Don't be strangers. You can look at the list. Who's in front this year? Seahawks or Broncos? Seahawks or Broncos? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hey, share your workout program with Stokely. You look great. Okay, um, there are some Broncos we got to know well over the years that will be back on a football field this weekend. We'll fill you in next. 
Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan presents Stokely and Zach. I was out taking shots, throwing down at the spot. Three sheets, just me and the guys. Good Every song. Saturday oh, night, man, who sings this thing? Crushing cans. Try not to catch a tan, because I was under them the Crushing cans tonight. Every single Saturday night, yeah. Everybody knew they could find me there. Out of the blue, out of nowhere. And right out of the blue, right out of nowhere. Now it picks up. Out of nowhere. Sitting over in the corner, baby, I saw. Pretty red lips working on a white claw. Oh, working on the white claw. Pretty uh, little red lips working on a white claw. I love that line. Walking out of church now. Who'd have thought, baby? Looking back, that would be my last single Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> my last Happy Friday, oh, my to goodness! You. I gotta think of who this is. Do you know? You know who it is. I mean, this is I like do. your one that you know. Um, Don't say that. Uh, you've already said that with other songs. This what? is the one you know. He was at the party, huh, Kisner? The CMA party? He was at the party. Wow. Um, Jeez, I'm drawing a blank. Drawing a blank. Who who is it? Cole Swindell? Cole Swindell. Dang it. Bad, bad, bad. All right, we got some uh, former Broncos. Love this song. We got some Broncos, man. We got some Broncos that we got to know over the years that will be back on a football field this weekend. Oh, you're talking about um, this XFL thing. Do you XFL. Think it, how long do you think the XFL lasts this time around? Uh, they'll finish the season, and that'll be it. One and done. Yeah. They don't even get to year two. Wow. Oh. I just I just haven't seen it work, and I actually am kind of like under the table rooting for it to work. Like, they have TV partners. Right. They have a household name running it now in The Rock. I mean, this stuff is going to be on ABC. This stuff's going to be like network TV. Um but at the end of the day, who wants to watch it? Not who wants to watch Paxton Lentz play quarterback. In a morbid way, I do. Yeah, yeah, I get. I guess, but just but, like but, once, but, but just that, like but once, ninety-nine percent of the country could care less about they could Paxton care Lynch. Less. They could care playing less. quarterback. Us here, yeah, we kind of want to watch it, see what it looks like. Yeah. Um, but overall, like I'm, I'm, okay, I'm good with without watching football right now. I had we we had a nice long run of football. Mm-hmm. Now it's over for a little bit. I, I'm good. I need a break from it. Um, it could, you know, at the highest level, it could continue. But I'm not going to watch minor league football to try to, you know, scratch that itch. I don't. I don't have the, the itch in that bad of a scratch. Scratch it in that bad to itch that much, <laughs> Zach. No, but you, you see what I'm saying, yeah. right? Um, yeah. I just that's that's the way I am. I don't want to watch bad football. Me either. People and, I don't know. And I think I think that um, well, there is people you know, and that's where no, it's getting, some people, it, it, but I'm, like the majority, I won't really know. Nope, you won't. You won't. Eleven starters on both sides of the ball. There's not enough guys that you are going to know. Um, I'll give you some names that you do know here in a second. Okay. But but I agree with you. I um I love football and I love the uh, calendar of football, and I'm actually ready for like the next stage of the calendar here. I mean, in, in the next month, the new league year is going to start. You have free agency. You got the draft. Like I look forward to that non-football football way more than actual football from not really football people. Yeah, I like that. I mean, the draft, free agency, all that stuff is exciting. I look forward to that. I don't need to watch bad football. No, and I won't. And my attention now goes to college basketball. Like I'm, I'm start really cranking that up. Yep. Uh, NBA basketball becomes more front and center post All Star break. It becomes a sprint. It's and then you're gonna have the Stanley Cup playoffs. So my my focus and attention as a as a as a sports fan um, just kind of deviates a little bit here. So, but but there are some names. Uh, AJ McCarron won a couple national championships yeah. uh, at at Alabama. Okay. Okay. So he's uh, where did he was he in Buffalo? Where did he yes. go? Yes, okay, he was. He was, in he was actually their COVID quarterback, I think. Okay. Remember, uh, former All Pro defensive end Vic Beasley. Yep, Clemson. 
um, played Atlanta. He was a good player for, for a little he was. bit. Uh, Atlanta got a nice contract, I believe, with the Titans. Tennessee, yeah. yeah. Yep, okay. good memory, dude. Uh, quarterback Brett Huntley. Remember him? Didn't Brett he... Huntley. Packers? I th- uh, believe so. UCLA, Browns, Packers, Yeah, I think. UCLA. Okay, yep. Um, I know you remember wide receiver Martavius Bryant. Also Clemson. Man, he started off great in Pittsburgh. He did. Started off great he and did. just kind of had a couple issues, and then next thing you know, he he gone. Very talented, though. Kyle Sloter. Team Sloter. Team Sloter. Who wow. could forget? I mean, seriously, like – They'll be like 15 years He'll from now. He'll do well. He'll do well I out think there. So. He'll do well. I hope so. I hope so. Paxton Lynch will be playing this weekend. How about this one? Running back Kalen Balage. Yeah. Wow. Remember him? Yeah. No, we saw him at the uh, Senior Bowl. We did. Really liked him. From Pueblo. Arizona State. Right. From Pueblo. Played at Arizona State. Really good dual threat back and was doing okay in the league for a little he bit. He was. Uh, the guy was really good out of the backfield catching the football, though. Um, he was like, he I, was like a, a, I was a fan of his. Yeah, and we were rooting for him. He had the profile, like, big, strong, fast. I remember they clocked him at, like, 22 miles per hour. Like, kid could fly. Just never really never really panned out for whatever reason. But he's playing in the XFL this weekend. Uh, wide receiver Josh Gordon. Wow. Playing Josh in the XFL this Gordon. weekend. Wow. And, and our guy. I know I like more oxygen. He's what? back. The King is here. I just don't like talking about football, really. No way. Marquette King Woo! is punting. D-Max in, guy. In the all XFL. Yeah, all of our guys. Oh, it was KKF, our interview. KKF NHD1 Longmont Denver. Good dub. Yeah. Good dub. Yeah, just dominated this that was, that was That was yeah. our interview with right. him. That and then D-Max got into it with him the next and day. And I had you guys back. Right. Yeah, because you came on the air. You were like, dude, like you need to apologize. You just acted like a clown. You don't even know you're talking to a former Bronco, and yeah. you shouldn't need to be told that because you don't treat people like that in general. I doubled down on Twitter on that one, too. That got attention. Then yeah. I got a... Eggplant emoji that I yep. found out later was very dirty from mm-hmm. Marquette King. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I got the uh, the confrontation. Yeah. Coming right in my face. Keep keep that? my keep my name out of your mouth. Yeah. And then I said, or what? Oh, and he wow. took a step forward. He said, keep my name out of your mouth. And I took a step forward. <laughs> I don't know if you took another step forward. I didn't take a step forward. I didn't take a step forward. Like and that. I said, I said, or what? And then uh, Erich Schubert uh, separated us, yep. and the rest is history. Yep. While the rest of the muggles that were nearby just sort of, mm-hmm. yeah, nobody to the rescue. But it, w- it wasn't just that. They actually came to the rescue, and it was to Marquette's rescue. Over the next 48 hours, it was a campaign how great Marquette King was. You know how many games Marquette King oh. played for the Broncos? Four. People yeah, well, were coming at us. Like, yeah. how dare us ask him, like, relevant football questions. Yeah. We should have asked him about what, like, Pinot Noir. Yeah. yeah. No, like, how did y'all, y'all not know he doesn't like football? And I actually do think, <laughs> I actually do think, current players should respect former players. I really do. I think they should know who they are. I don't think it's ridiculous to know somebody who played in the league forever. And, but sometimes um, you just don't know. Like, you just, like, you just don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, well, maybe, fine, maybe you but... should know. Right. Maybe, maybe actually you should be a little bit more aware of certain things. And I, well, I think so. Look at uh, Josh Johnson, right? He picked up who you were eventually, yeah. right? And like, boom, like a light switch. You know, I mean, there was nothing from Marquette King like, hey, sorry, that bad on me. I, I should have, you know, treated you better. Well, he, you know? he just treated both of us with, um, you know, lack of garbage, uh, unprofessional. Yeah, yeah, unprofessional. And then they right? trotted I mean, him around can... like they sucked Woody Page into it, right. and they sucked a bunch of other people into it. Yep. And it was embarrassing, frankly. It was that that other media people would sort that knew the whole story, right? Would just sort of be like, "Oh no, no, what a great guy!" To Brute. <laughs> yeah. I remember wow. walking into training camp that next day, and we just happened to be coming in together, which never happens. Because no, I'm always early, you're always late. No, you're always early. I'm always on time. Nice. And um. Like Ashanti. Um, I'm always there. Yeah. There you go. Um, nice. <laughs> but we walked in together, and I remember being like, I'm glad we're coming in together. Because yeah. it was like the next day, we were like pariahs. We were made to feel like that. But we, we didn't do anything wrong. We asked Marquette if he would like to talk, and of he course. said yes. Of course. And we asked him about football. and I just don't like talking about football, really. We, really? Didn't, we didn't know the scout. See you later. We didn't know the scout on him. All he right. didn't know the scout on us. Yeah. Okay. KYP. Okay. Keep we your, prevail. KYP, Zach. We Keep, prevail. Your we are still working in town here, and he has been. It was all years. kind of this crazy combination with the three of us, and not like I, I, you know, I really didn't want to get involved with. Really, it was you guys? 
But he, but y'all he prep playing it over and over that day, right? The 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 hits that we had that, that interview. That. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we oh, had yeah. fun with it. That well, that yes. interview ended up making it to ESPN New York, ESPN LA, and then he doubled down on Twitter, and then he got hurt, blamed the Broncos. No, actually, that came later. He had the pre-produced video that dropped right after right. the Broncos beat the Raiders, <laughs> Raiders right. of Chucky filled with money. It was right, after right, he signed right, that right. 10-year contract. On the rooftop. Yeah, on the rooftop, right. he had the bottle of Merlot to the grill, just like no glass, just like... It's a punter, y'all. He, yeah, and he like dropped that video. I was like, wait, you've been on the front cover of ESPN.com twice in four weeks as a punter who wasn't good, got hurt, and blamed the Broncos coaching staff for changing his and, uh, technique. And, yeah. and real quick, though, yeah. the, the thing that kind of was glaring, there was no consequences for his actions. Nope. There was no consequences for him coming at DMAC the way that he did. There and was, posting on yeah. Twitter, you know, like, you can, you know yeah. what, me. Yeah. Um, but, but, to be fair to the Broncos, Vance Joseph came up to me the next day and said, kind of joking, friendly, because I had a good relationship there with VJ at the time. Still do, I hope. He came up to me and said, hey, man, you're getting into it with our punter, huh? Like, kind of, like, joking, but also kind of, like, checking. Like, hey, man, you know, without really saying I'm sorry or that sort of thing. Well, you can't give him credit. Didn't even yeah, apologize gonna, for that. Say. So, like, no, what do you was, want to like, maybe, maybe, like give, uh, making it a joke? May, no, no, no. There no, was maybe. no consequences for Marquette King. There should have been All consequences. Right. You can't Fair come enough. at a media member like that. Off to the side physically and like restrained. threaten them, yeah. threaten the media member, yeah. but then go on social media and tell them to, you know, uh, yeah. plan emoji. That's right. Yeah. I mean, like, come all on. That. Like, come on. Seriously? That and, there was no consequence at all. I remember because at, at the time, at the time, there was the Broncos were like, well, because I asked him about that tweet. I, I specifically asked, like, what this guy is out of control. Like, what, what's going on here? And they were like, well, that tweet can be interpreted a bunch of... He sought me out. Correct. He was asking... Other... Said, where's DMAC? He's That's like, right. Yes, where's DMAC? I wasn't, like, in his way. I wasn't, you know, no. I wasn't part of a gaggle. It was nothing like that. He was looking for me. Classic. I did give him two or what's, though. Yeah. You did. <laughs> or what? He's like, or what? <laughs> He's like, and then I took or another what? step forward. <laughs> it's maybe turned I into, did. like, a fishing maybe story. I just, I just... It's like, I went chest to chest, nose to nose. I said, or what? <laughs> That'll be <laughs> next <times>. year. <laughs> <laughs> the story will grow. Yeah, it I love it's, it. It, it, it has has to. <laughs> then oh I had no Sean Moreno hold me back. <laughs> no Sean wasn't even on the Broncos. Gotta love it. Marquette, well, good for him. Yeah. yeah, we'll see how it works out for we'll him. We'll see, see how it goes. I just hit up Sloter on um, – I slid into his DMs to see, see if he uh, wants to join us today. Oh, nice. So him, him and I actually had kind of a cool little – we actually became a little friendly after everything was said and done because he's really bounced around. Mm-hmm. And I was giving him a little, you know, UNC Bears love, and we had a little bonding stuff. So I'm, said, I'm, root, I'm rooting for him. Absolutely. He said at one point, and I – I think you shared this on the air, but he said, like, when football's all said and done, I'll tell, like, my story what really happened with the Broncos. Mm. Because fans loved him so much. He actually, and this was one of my least favorite parts of the Vance Joseph era. It comes in at number 67 on the top 100 (laughs) things I I hated about that era. But he said uh, in training camp, uh, Kyle Slaughter's not being evaluated. Like, there's nothing he could do. Like, dude, like, he has a Broncos helmet on in your training camp. Was How could you say nothing. it to him? Even if you know it in your heart of it hearts. Was weird. That, that The fact that you said it, you tried to, like, squelch this sort of, you know, fan uprising, right. natural, organic thing. Right. And, um... I just, I was like, wait, how, how, do you, how can you say that about a guy in your camp? It was so weird. And I wonder if they started giving him less reps because he was make he really was making the most. And maybe to a degree it shows you how bad it really was that you know your third string guy who had no shot was actually shining every day you know relatively yeah i, I think look and that you know Zach, what you're talking about with vance and and not being eva- not evaluating him you're right like a lot of guys don't really get evaluated doesn't matter what they do in practices yep. they're not going to make the team it's just the way it is the numbers say that yep. a guy like Slaughter wasn't going to make the team right um but you don't say that in the microphone. You can't do it. No, man. Quick shout out. Drew Spivak. Yes. Spivak, his birthday tomorrow. Happy Helping birthday. Out, uh, a lot. Uh, I don't know what his title is here. He's but producer. He kind of walks around producer. and orders yep. his lunch and does a good job with that and, and sends us a lot of text with a lot of good info. He likes also. wearing slippers. Happy birthday, Drew. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Drew. Happy birthday, Drew. Happy birthday, Drew. All right. 35, huh? I want to hear more about artificial intelligence. Oh, 
it's no. it's explode. I mean, are you on the yeah. have and, you seen bundling, some of this and stuff? bundling packages? I yeah. want to hear. I want to hear bundling packages and artificial intelligence. Who who, uh, who do you have on Saturday night? What are your all star festivity selections? Oh, um, truthfully, I haven't looked, and I haven't looked at the odds. I mean, I know generally a couple of guys in there, but I haven't not looked, so I don't have any. I don't, I'm not. I haven't picked my horses yet. Hey, do you have such a big problem like DMAC does that KCP is not going to be there? Um, I think there's an argument. I mean, he's third in NBA field goal percentage from three. I think at 45 percent, he takes four a game. I think they took more, a little bit more volume shooters, but when you have that many contestants, I think there's room for both. Like. Like not yeah, everyone's going to four guys. I mean, how many guys are in it? Nine? It's uh, I don't know. I think there's usually eight. I think yeah, something, something like that. that. Yeah. It's a but lot like, of fellas. But like yeah, so you can take some volume guys and yeah. some effective guys. Here's where I kind of fall on it, just with a pretty broad stroke. Like if you are the number one team in the Western Conference, there should be more than more than one representative. And, and I said this yesterday on the Mile High Hoops podcast, presented by Superbook Sports, available wherever you get your podcast. If you are of the mindset that Aaron Gordon shouldn't be an all-star, and there's no secondary all-star. Um, you actually have to vote Jokic for MVP. Agreed. Those two things can't live in the same Agreed. universe. Yeah. So it's like it's one or the other. Like You should either be banging the table for a secondary all-star, um, or you're just slam dunk for, for Jokic for MVP. But yeah, for You MVP. have to vote Joker MVP, though. If you don't, you look foolish now at yeah. this point, though, Zach. It's so undeniable at this stage with 23 games left. Part of my thing with KCP, Zach, is he's more known for catch and shoot. You know, it's a different skill set. I mean, I was trying to kind of explain that a little bit. But I, I think that if you would have seen, you know, like here, here's my take on All-Star Saturday Night right now. It's it's over. It's a parody of what it used to be. The dunk contest is not no. at all representative of what that event was intended to be. And then the three-point shootout this year to me, I mean, without the Splash Brothers, can you really even consider it a legit three-point shootout? So that's kind of where I land on it. Yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of where... Uh, and it's it, all LeBron's fault because of the dunk contest. It's all LeBron's fault. I tell you what, if you listed the four guys in the slam dunk contest to, to very even, even like a tick above average basketball fans... I, I still don't think most people know who these guys are. At all. And it used to be Jordan, Dominique, Vince Carter, Kobe Bryant, Tracy McGrady. I mean, even the, the secondary era when it was like Jason Richardson and uh, was named Mason from the uh, Sonics. Um, Derek Mason. No, not uh, no, Derek Mason. Uh, was Anthony, uh, uh, not, um, Desmond Mason. Desmond Mason, yes. Yeah. Um, but it's just become like, I think you just said a parody of itself. Yeah. Like that's that's what it is. It's blowing out candles, jumping over cars mascots. Um, nobody wants to watch Shade on Sharp. He may have bounced out the gym, but nobody's right. trying to tune in for that. Right, right. You can find a lot of guys that have bounced out of the gym, but, right. but it's all-star, all-star weekend, and there's exactly. not enough stars involved. So, Okay. Are you, you I'm, got, I'm satisfied. You got something that's scratching your... I'm satisfied. No, I wanted his take on it, because I hadn't had a chance to talk talk, talk through it with now him, and I was some, wondering. Um, that is some... That's some. That's something. Is Kevin Herter in the three point contest? Yeah. Give me freaking Kevin Herter. Give me the red rifle, Kevin Herter. Kevin hey, Herter. Let me ask you guys this: Do you think in the All Star game with Michael Malone as his coach on Team LeBron, Jokic gets a triple double? No, no. You don't think he goes for 13, 11, and ten? He 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 definitely I guess could. He, could. he yeah. definitely could. He definitely could. <laughs> you don't Actually, see, he could have like twenty assists, Joker. He yeah, might not right? get 13. thirteen. You don't see him just he might not posting get. up high posts and just. You know, handed it off left and right. It's just not his type of game. I mean, I guess. No, but wouldn't that be funny? If, it would if, be hilarious. If they just say we're just going to do a, you know, a pick, high pick and rolls. Yeah. He'll have like six points, eight rebounds, and like nine assists. Well, he could, yeah. sco- he could, could scoop that, up right? he could scoop up the ten points, no problem. I mean, they could just oh, go yeah. to him, you know, quickly, sure. and he could just he get He just it. doesn't like to shoot in the All-Star game. That's never no. been his bag. He's and, always a passer. No, but but they could just say, hey, let's get Jokic a triple-double. Sure. And just say, sure. you know, get ten points in two minutes. That's yeah. true. Right? And yeah. then he could just pass. You know, rebounds actually may be the tricky one. Because he's going I, against Giannis. I bet he could get a triple-double if they focused on it. I bet he could get a triple-double in nine, <laughs> nine minutes of the All-Star game. That'd be that'd be impressive. Would that be fun? I'm not putting anything Stop past. It. I'm not putting what? anything past Jokic. Hey, speaking of which, MJ's 60th birthday today. His heiress turned 60 years wow. old today. What? He celebrated by making a 10 million dollar donation to Make a Wish. Yeah, I, I actually saw that that record I think setting donation. Most really of that cool. money ended up going to Make a Wish. What's your favorite too. Michael Jordan memory? That's noteworthy. 
Favorite Michael, oh, 98, the last one yeah. over the Jazz, the game winner, leaving leaving the follow through up and shoving Byron Russell to the side. That that was a pretty great. What one. about you, Zach? Man, the 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 play with um with Ewing in the Garden when he oh, shakes the, two of the Knicks out of their shoes. I think Charles oh, Oakley and fake I reverse the on the one. baseline. That's pretty good. But I'll, t- I'll I'll share this one with you. There was a New Year's Eve when he was with the Wizards. I think it was New Year's Eve around Christmas. And I remember watching that just head over heels in love with the game as a young teenager. And he went for like 45 as a Washington Wizard. And um, he it, it was never himself again. But every once in a while, it's like that old country song, I'm good as I mm-hmm. was. Like, yeah. He could go in his bag and he would be that version of himself. Not as good as I... Not as good as I once was, but I'm as good now as I ever yes, was. He, like, it was like every three or four weeks Where's he'd have Kiss? a game like that. And there was, and Google this. I encourage you to YouTube this. There was a one-possession game against the Chicago Bulls, and he's playing with the Wizards. And I forget who it was, like Ron Mercer or something, with like three seconds left, goes to get a game-winning layup, and Jordan came from behind and snatched that thing off the backboard with two hands yeah. in a Wizards jersey, giving me uh, my hair standing up right now in my arms. That, I think, because where I was in life and as a basketball fan, those kind of stick out for me as a wizard, believe it or not. For for me, and I, by the way, I was in Washington for a little bit of that. I actually spent some time going to a few Wizards games when he was that playing right? for the wow. Wizards. It was like him and Rip that's Hamilton. Really cool. it, was, it was Popeye int- Jones. No, it was right. fun. We went down to the, uh, that's right in the middle of Chinatown. It's where the Capitals played as well as it was. Anyways, my favorite is actually, even somebody as great as Michael Jordan couldn't hit a curveball. And I'm not trying to rip on him. I'm just saying it's just a moment of life. Where Baseball you... bat. Get this guy a tennis racket. Remember Rome on Space Jam? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was, right. it was yeah. just kind of this, this kind of really kind of inspiring real moment of like he's not a superhuman. So it put everything kind of in perspective. And his journey there was really fascinating because of his dad and mm-hmm. all sorts of other stuff. Yeah. But it was very human sort of moment to see somebody who's so successful can't conquer necessarily everything but gave it a shot. And then went back. So I think that was kind of cool. And I also loved at his Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Oh, my gosh. Oh yeah. He threw everybody he knew yeah. under the bus. The he was best. calling out his it high school the coach. That's Mike right there. It was unbelievable. You know what? What, one of my favorite MJ memories has got to be Kobe's funeral. Mm. That was a different side to him oh, than totally. he really hadn't let us totally. see. That was really special and touching. R- r- really quick. Yes, um, uh, the uh, I, uh, Sports Illustrated. On the front cover, they put him in a white socks. You just shared the baseball story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was something along the lines of, like, give it up type thing. Yeah. He didn't do an interview with Sports Illustrated for about uh, over a decade. Oh, dude. He, and he his, iced them out. His beasts with Charles Barkley are real. Like, yeah, he, yeah. Holds, he holds grudges. That 30 for 30, whatever it is about him, his baseball time is... It's outstanding. Yeah. It's uh, something rides the, rides the bus. Rides the bus yes. or something. Yeah, Jordan uh, rides the bus. Yeah, Jordan rides the bus. He bought the bus, but he, yeah. he did ride it. Yep. We do have some. Uh- 